0: We're back, so welcome to the Course of Action podcast. This is a great show we're going to have today. Uh, I finally got a veteran-owned coffee company here on the show with uh, Dustin Hayes of Red, White, and Badass Brews Coffee. Dustin, what's going on?
1: Oh, it's going, cool, man. You know, thank you for having me on the uh, on the show, Jeff. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and of course, man, I don't understand why people wouldn't want to come on a podcast, you know, and talk about
0: themselves, you know. I've reached out to some, you know, fellow veteran. You'd think, you know, sometimes people just don't do email. I don't know what to say. I'm not going to necessarily throw any of them under the bus, but you were the first to reply back with a resounding yes and to schedule something. So we're rolling with it, man. So I appreciate you.
1: Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: And I don't normally drink coffee this late at night, but because you're on, I got some whiskey business right here, in the cup. Nice, man. Nice. So, got your I, product featured, flowing through the veins.
1: Yeah, me too. Beautiful. Yep. I've got an espresso that nobody has any idea what it is yet because it's not out for sale. Top secret. <laughs> but it will be.
0: I love it. So let's talk. Um, let's talk about Dustin and. You're a fellow veteran, so um, joined the Navy. How how did the Navy go? When did you join?
1: Uh, so I, I grew up in Oklahoma and uh, just kind of like. It, it, what? Yeah, where at? Yukon.
0: Okay, I, I grew up in Enid, north of that.
1: Oh, I know Enid very well. Wrestled many times, Enid. That's awesome. You know, that's crazy. That's, that's awesome. awesome okay, well, we didn't even know that about each other. Wow, small world beautiful. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> so I grew up in Yukon, man. And, uh, just kind of a knucklehead and decided that uh, school wasn't for me anymore. So I dropped out and, um, my, uh, I knew somebody who was a lieutenant, lieutenant commander in the Navy. And he goes, Hey dude, what are you going to do with your life? I'm like, I don't know. You know, he goes, once you join the Navy, I was like, I'd rather be a Marine. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, he talked to me a little bit about Navy and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go Navy. So when the Navy, uh, came in, uh, in 2000, uh, did that. Um, and then, uh, kind of, uh, did the whole, the whole, uh, you know, the boat thing and all that good stuff and, uh, got stationed back in Oklahoma at Tinker air force base. And then, uh, I was like, man, I'm, i going to get out. And then, uh, I decided, Not really to get out. I went back to San Diego. And um, at the time, my commanding officer was like, hey, man, uh, you want to go fly UAVs? And I was like, nope, don't even know what those are. So we'll take a no on that one. He's just like, great. So he tell me, oh, you play video games and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, great, sir. I don't see like I'm a good fit for that because I don't even play video games. Uh, So none of this even seems like a good fit. He goes, yeah, but you have the mentality for it. You know, at this time, I'm like, I hey, what mentality do you need for this job? You yeah. know, play video games. And he goes, great, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> okay. What yeah. a sales pitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could have started the conversation off, hey, man, you have options. It's my option. So, yeah. yeah. So, I went and flew UAVs for actually the Special Forces and uh, did that. Uh, ended up getting hurt and uh, uh, eventually uh, – Uh, what happened was, uh, you know, between my back and my right ankle, they're saying, hey, uh, you know, you can't go anymore. You're done. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not. Uh, And they won again. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, so I got medically retired uh, due from, you know, the injuries from Afghanistan. And they're just like, all right. Uh, Now I just went back to the drum board, you know, had a great, great, great military career, had fantastic, Uh, loved it uh didn't really realize it was gonna be cut short and now kind of like uh you know people you don't even have to get medical retired, retire just being a veteran uh you kind of get out and you're kind of lost you're like what do you do you know you've been kind of like fostered as a baby this whole time and being told what to do uh from structure to no structure and so um i went to school just like everybody else did um kind of dealt with some depression uh after i left uh, because, you know, that's everything I've known. And so, uh, kind of went down that rabbit hole, um, you know, and, uh, gained a lot of weight. I was almost up to 280 pounds and, um, was married at the time. And then I was going to school and eventually I was like, well, I got to pick myself out, else, myself out of this. Cause I'm just going down a very dangerous path, waking up every morning, negative and, you know, hating the world and, uh, had no drive. Yeah. Um, actually had no course of action. Mm. So, um, so just kind of aimlessly just kind of floating along menial job. And then uh, I started my first, uh, my first business. It was a construction business and did that while I was going to school in 2015. And a year prior to that, I had my fourth kid while I was in college.
0: So how long were you in total?
1: I was in 13 and a half years.
0: Okay. So I was in 12 and a half and I was medically retired as well. So same, same kind of.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, exactly. You kind of go down that path and now you're on that uncertainty of like, Hey, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, 12 years, I'm sure you're going to do 20.
0: Yeah. I had the intention to, that's for sure. Because um, just the way it sets you up for basically a second career and you're getting a retirement, I mean, financially and, the benefits and everything, it just kind of makes sense. If you can stick it out to 20, it's a, well now the retirement system's different, but you know, back when me and you were in, when the retirement system was 20 or nothing, you know, um, yeah. once you hit double digits, you were, you were invested. If you got out, you were throwing away time. And it, uh, that, that's tough. There's a tough decision. People don't realize um, what kind of decision it is. But then when you leave, like you said, you know, You lose a lot more than benefits and paycheck and a retirement. You lose purpose, direction. You know, um, I haven't met anybody that hasn't dealt with some kind of anxiety or depression or just that lost feeling because, you know, I mean, people don't realize that when we wake up in the morning, we don't even choose what we wear for the day. We're told what to wear for the day. It's it's camouflage every day, you know. No. Like it doesn't change. So when you get into that monotony, that pattern, and then you get thrown out in the real world, it's like, well, you could wear black pants today if you wanted to, you know. And it's like, what?
1: <laughs> you know the black? Yeah, you could wear. You know, pretty much anything. Hell, you know, you don't even have to go get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's a dangerous feeling for uh, for for vets. You know, because uh, day, day today we had a purpose. Tomorrow we're like, what the hell happened? You know, and you kind of you're a little fuzzy in the head. And I, I know I was and I was like, I, I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. You know, my my all my family, all own businesses. So I just had that knack. Um, I knew one business I'd never go into, though, and that was construction. So I knew I knew I knew I would never own a construction business. Uh, That didn't work out so well because I ended up owning a construction business. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my dad owned a construction business in Oklahoma. And uh, so um, when I heard about uh, the opportunity for disabled veterans in California, I did my research and I was like, holy smokes. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do this. I want to open up my own business. And it happened through a... Through my son playing football, one of the other sons on the team, his dad came over and owned a construction business. And he was trying to get me to work for him to use my veteran status. And uh, if anybody knows me, they're going to tell you one thing about me. I don't do things the easy way. I just don't. I I don't know why, um, but I just I don't know. I guess I'm just a hardhead. You know, I like paint, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: no pain no gain right
1: that, that's it so the guy was pretty much offering me to come into his company and uh, be a partner and I was like well I appreciate the offer but how about I just go make my own company up you know okay. so I did um and a lot of trials and tribulations that I could have avoided just walking right into his company um but I wanted to see if I can do it I want to see if I can go from being in depressed to being not know where the hell I'm going to do with my life to now have a direction, now a purpose and see if I can make something of it. Mm -hmm. I've never done that before. Um, and, uh, it was very lucrative. It was very lucrative, uh, move. And at the time I had my father-in-law come into the business with me. So it was me and him, uh, knocking this thing out. And we did very, very well. Um, then about a year later, we brought on another partner. Um, and, uh, you know, he started kind of causing some ripple effects in the in the company. And then my father-in-law ended up passing away uh, due to lung cancer a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it was a couple, couple of hits right off the rip. And then uh, me and that other partner that I brought on, uh, we just could not really see eye to eye. Um, you know, he, you know, I, th- I would like to thank most veterans have good morals and integrity. Um, I can't say that for a lot of civilians that I've, I, I've met. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if, I don't think that was ever, I think it had to be really instilled in them growing up. And I <laughs> think a lot of that's getting missed. And um, this guy definitely missed a lot of that. And uh, he ended up making some detrimental choices for the company that I couldn't recover from uh, both uh, professionally and personally. So, uh That's tough. it was yeah, yeah. It was tough. You know, that was that was a dark, dark road, man. That was a dark. You know, you built this thing up from nothing, and you made it into a multi-million-dollar business. Yeah, and this one guy, single-handedly, just completely freaking unraveled it. Destroyed. Well, kind of, I'm sure you were
0: wondering, like, wonder what the heck was truth and what was lies and
1: No, no, I knew.
0: I know. Okay, I, so she yeah, figured you know, it out I, eventually. I had
1: this guy, had this guy pinned, um, and that's why he he really did not like me um, because he thought he he thought he was going to run all over me with all his experience and blah 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 blah, and it was just like I don't know if you've met me, but not today, dude, not today. Yeah. And um, so he actually actually I self taught my he was supposed to teach me estimating and he didn't teach me estimating. Um, actually self-taught my I self-taught estimating uh to myself uh, and I watched a little bit of what he was doing I was like well shit that didn't you know look right I don't know just I have a decent acumen about me that I can pick things up so he didn't he taught me a lot more of what not to do than ever what to do um so it was a lesson hard knocks I mean yeah. I mean I paid for a college education well sometimes sure. those
0: those tough lessons are the
1: best lessons Oh, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Cause it taught me one, uh, I'm able to do anything I put my heart to. Um, I'm able to withstand anybody that, cause I mean, we were business partners for a couple of years, well, 2016 to 2020. So four years. And um, so he, he taught me a lot of, you know, humility um, a lot of just, just life, life lessons of, like, wow, you know, like not everybody who's in business knows what the hell they they they're doing. You know, not everybody who's in the construction business knows what they're doing. You know, so he taught me a lot more about, you know, real life skills and really how to hone my own skills in than he ever taught me on how to actually do something correctly. Um, so it was it was amazing. It, it was really, truly amazing. And the people around me were like, I can't believe you, you actually got that out of it uh, for what you went through. Uh, it was, it was just a terrible relationship and most people who've probably been in business or have had business relationships, they probably unravel.
0: I think it's important to note, um, you know, for other veterans and entrepreneurs that may be listening that, you know, you have to crawl before you can run. Um, sometimes that period of crawling is uh, very short. Sometimes it's really long and daunting. And uh, the road isn't necessarily a smooth paved road and it can be rocky and a bumpy ride, but uh, you gotta stay the course. And you gotta believe and kind of stay motivated because giving up's easy. Success is very, very difficult to obtain. Um, But nothing that, you know, comes easy is really that worth it, you know. uh, It's the grind that makes the value. It's the sitting back and looking at your hard work and saying, heck yeah, I did it. So all this is happening. Business comes down, you got the family, and then where's your head at, man? Where, I mean, business is done, uh, what are you doing? What What's the next idea?
1: So at the October of 2020, um, it really came crashing down. I mean, it was screaming down. And the things were just unreversible. So um, 2021, at uh, the beginning of 2021, we were at really end of 2020. We're like, well, we're closing the doors. There's, there's, I can't recover it. There's nothing I can do to recover what has been done. So I go, uh, you know, come to a realization like, well, I need to open up another business. And uh, I mean, I had we had a ton of employees we had th- four or five work trucks heavy steel equipment and um i had you know i didn't really have a passion for construction i just fell into it um so it was never my end game to stay in construction it was just always gonna make a lot of money and get the hell out um i made a lot of money but i didn't save a lot of money so now i'm at this you know crossroads of like okay well what i'm going to do with my life so i started a uh solar cleaning business and so i did solar cleaning window cleaning uh, gutter cleaning gutter insulation business and did that at the beginning of uh, 2021 and went went really well uh you know because i already have uh kind of a built-in network in the construction industry that i can go tap into you know now i've already been networking for the last five years mm-hmm. Um, so now it's just a natural ability of saying, well, Hey, I'm no longer doing this. Now I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And so I did that and went very well. Started it, got an upward trend, uh, was doing very well. And then, uh, I went to go get a tattoo on my back and the tattoo artist uh, was like, Hey, man, you got some spots on your back. You might well go get checked out. And my first reaction was like, well, this guy's not a doctor. Who the hell is he? And then I kind of thought about it for another minute. And I was like, well, this guy looks at skin all day, so he's probably on to something. Yeah. You know, I can't see my back. So I went to the doctor. They cut some uh, some spots out of my back that were, you know, monitored to severe cancerous. And wow. so, uh, so I was down for eight weeks. And now I have this new company that I built. I have almost a full book of clients going now. And I'm over here going, man, I'm down for eight weeks. What in the heck am I going to do? am I going to stay the course with this company or am I going to go with a different company Uh, or with, you know, what am I going to do? I don't know at this point, you know, because now my head's kind of back when I was just earlier in 20 or later in 2020, like, are you serious? Another, you know, impact. So as I'm sitting there, um, I come to realization that I have to file. I have to file bankruptcy. um, Personally, not, not perfect, but personally, Uh, because of the loss of that company and uh, the amount of debt that company has that it couldn't pay. So I was like, well, I have to file bankruptcy. Um, So as I'm sitting there, um, I don't know what I'm going to do with this company. And about two weeks into it, uh, two people came to me in the same week and said, hey, well, what are you going to do with this company? I was like, well, I'm probably just going to close it up. And they're like, well, we'll buy it. And I'm like, what? What? You know it didn't even really dawn on me that this company would be worth anything to sell um because it's so brand new i was like all right well what's your offer so they both shot me offers um actually another veteran uh ended up buying it and he wasn't the best offer uh he i simply took his offer uh because he's a veteran and so i was like that's what i'm talking about
0: veterans taking care of veterans and giving each other opportunities is is worth more than money.
1: Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. It's worth more than money. I mean, one to help another veteran out to get him to entrepreneurship, and kind of started setting him up for success. I mean, because the company was doing really well. Yeah, turnkey um, t- Yeah, I mean, it wasn't hundred percent turkey uh, because you still had to go hustle for those other clients to fill up sure. the book but they were coming and they were calling. So, um, and he's doing well, uh, he's doing really well to this day. And that was two years ago. Uh, uh, well, yeah, almost two years ago. And so, um, I took, I took the deal with that guy just because he was a vet and, you know, he didn't have enough to come up to meet the other guy. So I was like, yep, man, you're it. You know, it's not always about money. Um, so now, so now we get all the paperwork done in a week and, sell the company and i'm over here scratching my head going all right now i'm in trouble uh what am i gonna do now (laughs) you know (laughs) and uh, i was drinking starbucks and you know i was cussing at myself for spending six bucks on a cup of coffee and it tastes like crap and i was like you know what i can do better than this but i have to be clear i've never roasted coffee before that i have never been a barista before that i have never worked in a coffee shop I couldn't even tell you the difference between Demney or K Cup and drip machine at the time, you know. So I knew I didn't. I had no background in coffee, uh, but I think people should actually explore if they want to do something. Don't be afraid of the unknown, because oh, yeah. that stops probably more people than anything on this earth. It is like, well, I don't know how to do it. Well, learn how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Dive in and do your research. That's it so i
1: started yeah exactly become an expert so i just started keyboarding away man pop 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 pop, looking at it and going well you know what uh i think i want to start a coffee business and um it so my my original name wasn't this name wasn't red white and badass brew um you know i i've learned some hard knock lessons along the way with the e-commerce business man i've never done e-commerce and it's a monster it's a monster out there. Um, but that also shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be afraid to go in and dive in to do an e-commerce business. So what uh, was the first name? It was basic Badass coffee company. Okay. Um, and the re- how I came up with that is I, right, I'm really diving in to let you know about Dustin Hayes here. Um, <laughs> much appreciated. My, 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 friends would call me, uh, basic bitch. Because I like pumpkin spice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You do that. (laughs) I I do. I do. I do, man. Uh, You know, it's so, you know, people are like, man, this manly guy over here who, you know, all American, blah, 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 likes pumpkin spice. Like, what the heck? Something's wrong. Something is wired differently (laughs) So this guy. I decided to name the company Basic Badass Coffee Company and uh, came to you know realize very quickly that there was another company uh, pretty similar to that name. Okay. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to infringe on anybody's goodwill. Have it. I'll change it. Went back to the drawing board, came up with this. Thank God I did because this identifies with me way much more than the other company. Um, so again going into it, you're going to have some hiccups, man. I don't care how many books you read, how many podcasts you listen to, how many book, I mean, how many TV shows or whatever the case, you know, seminars you sign up for, you're going to make mistakes.
0: Oh yeah. When I first started okay. the podcast, I I think I re-recorded <laughs> the first 3 or 4 episodes. I had to call people back and be like, "I'm an idiot and I goofed up the way it recorded and it has a horrible <laughs> echo and I'm just basically an, an idiot and I had to just swallow my pride and every single one of them are like, Oh, don't worry about it, man. This trial and error. Let's jump back on and, uh, had even better interviews cause I was able to watch them back and, and kind of go over it and critique myself and ask better questions. But, you know, I think the problem with people is that they're afraid to fail and they don't realize that failure is a part of the journey. Working on a podcast often means late nights editing, preparing for guests, and constant marketing. I need something reliable, great tasting, and of course, veteran-owned to keep me fueled and at my best. And Red, White, and Badass Brew Coffee keeps me rolling. It doesn't matter if it's a long night of writing, preparing for the next podcast episode, or just that first hot cup in the morning. These guys have my back. Check them out today at redwhiteandbadassbrew.com and find out why their brews are as bold as the American
1: spirit. Failure is part of success. Yeah. It it 100% is. I mean, I wonder how many times Jeff Bezos have failed. Elon Musk have failed. You know, these guys who who we look up to as billionaires and want to be billionaires, how many times have they failed? A lot. They probably failed more times than they succeeded. And it's okay. It's okay to do that. You know Absolutely. uh the whole thing goes uh, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailors i like that you know just it never has if you're always in smooth seas you never know what the rough times are at and not you don't not gonna know how to handle them yeah so well so let's talk on.
0: uh let's talk um now you've got the new brand you got the new name um let's yep. talk about the pivot and saying okay this is the new name this is red white and uh badass bruise now how did you go full steam ahead and say we're gonna take this new brand and we're really gonna push it to the next level
1: well i couldn't i couldn't take it to the next level because i was in the middle of bankruptcy Mm. so now i have this fine line of trying to build a company that i can't really build um and
0: (laughs) small challenge
1: (laughs) <laughs> Small challenge. Like, how do you get known without getting known? How do you go make money without making money? Yeah. Uh, very, very extremely difficult. And people are like, well, why does that matter? Um, if I would have built the company up in the time I was going through bankruptcy, they would have made me sell it because it's an asset to pay back the debt. Okay. Good point. So, yeah. So my lawyers were like, you ain't doing nothing. So I did a little bit, uh, but I did enough just to lose a lot of money. So um, and so as you know, because I still had everything they had to pay for every month and I wasn't making enough sales to pay for overhead. So I was sitting there uh, just kind of idling by after the bankruptcy is over. I went full seam ahead. Um, now I'm running into another problem is capital. Now I went eight, nine months without making money. And now I'm running out of capital. So now I have this other small challenge of like, how do I ramp up with no capital? So so what I did is I went and uh, I got a job. Um, I'm really good at uh, construction. I'm really good at estimating and I'm really good at project managing. So I went and got a job with this solar company as a director of operations in the meantime. Uh, and when I did, I kind of put the business on hold and was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on this guy. This guy hired me to do something. You know, I I have a a big moral compass and a big thing with integrity. And I don't feel like it was right for me to work for this guy and work for myself. So I kind of put my business on hold. And now it's just kind of going as a hobby. I'm making sales. I'm doing everything like that. I'm doing enough kind of to cover most of the overhead. Um, So right now it's just kind of a hobby business. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? Uh, so I was sitting there and thinking about it long and hard, and uh, I was like, you know what? I gotta go at this full steam. I'm making this guy a lot of money, and I'm gonna continue to make him a lot of money. And I'm not gonna build doing this business what I really truly want to do. This this business will not support the mission that I am looking at supporting, and uh, that is uh, supporting our veterans. So um, I quit. I was like, "Yep, hey, I'm still broke, uh, but I'm going after this full-fledged." Uh, so I did. So I quit. I quit my job, uh, making a really good salary, and full-fledged into this into this uh, coffee business, and it's been going really well. Um, so that it, that's the long way of how I segued into it. Um, not not the smoothest way people usually, uh, you know, segue into it. Um, one thing I would tell people if they're looking at starting a business is don't leave a guaranteed income to go start a business quite yet. Start the business, hustle it, and then when it's just time to make that pivot, make that pivot. And you'll know that time. You'll 100% know exactly when that pivot right. needs to take place. So um,
0: coffee companies established now. Um, coffee leave job- established full-time yep. coffee company you got uh roasting your own beans you got the big warehouse all that so let's nope. talk about kind of the size and how you've grown since
1: the establishment so this just happened just a few months ago um and uh, no no i don't have um, i started off with that dream of hey i'm gonna roast my own beans um so when i went and i made the whiskey business i went to a buddy who roasts coffee and i said hey can you teach me a little bit about Rosa coffee? And he's like, Yeah, man, I'll teach you. Well, it came very apparent. Uh, after he taught me and uh, made whiskey business up. Uh, now I started like, Alright, let me go sell this. So then I started selling it quickly outgrew what he could do. Mm. You know, because I mean, he had a full time job. He had wife, you know, so he yeah. was like, Dude, you're already too much for me. You got to go find somewhere else. You know, And I'm scratching my head going, what do you mean? I got 200 orders I got to fill. What do you mean go f- fulfill this somewhere else? And so now I'm over here like, oh, wow. I I can't roast coffee. I don't have a place to roast coffee. I don't have the means of roast coffee. So where do I go? So um, then it took me about two days, and I found somewhere. And I found another roasting company that would collaborate with me and help me out and teach me how to roast coffee. And so um, it was a very – Great relationship and very, very lucrative. And still to this day, it's still in play uh, with that relationship. So instead of spending one hundred fifty thousand dollars going out there and buying roasting equipment and a place to roast it and the facility, um, I found an alternative. Um, I think of that's course, a it's misconception
0: that some people um, think of when they think of these, you know, small entrepreneur size coffee companies and they think oh man they probably got a big facility roasting their own beans with a storefront and a coffee shop and all that and okay let's let's be very clear coffee is one of the most traded commodities in the world because of the supply chain and the logistics of it all and uh it's something i studied i'm going to get my doctorate in business and i've been uh Studying various trades and different companies and and sectors of the industry, in, in coffee, it's just one of the biggest things out there, and it's because you had you can source different beans from different places, roast it, ship it to you. You know, there's so much to it. It's it's amazing.
1: It, that's that's exactly it. I mean, you can make you can make it what what you really want it to be. Um, you know. That's that was kind of what I wanted to distinguish myself, though, between everybody else and me is, you know, you can go to these other people who roast coffee and stuff like that, and they're not going to roast anything for you special. They're going to give you, you know, hey, you want 11B, we'll roast you 11B, but that's all you're getting. Um, You know, the flavors that I have, I went out and made myself um, because, you know, other people have. Uh, flavored coffees and stuff like that too. Um, But I wanted to make sure that the flavors I was putting out uh, were going to be just exceptional.
0: Authentically,
1: Dustin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, um, most people who roast coffee and have a flavor with it, they use very low grade uh, beans uh, because the flavor masks the poor quality of the bean. Right. You know, so they can make it cheaper. I I will not do that because I want a bean that's going to complement the flavors I'm putting into it, not mask. You know, that's that's never a way you should go. And most people and most, roast, most coffee companies just use lower-grade beans to mask the flavor of the coffee and just let the added flavors, you know, overwhelm the taste buds and not the natural flavors in the coffee. So I chose a coffee that was going to be – had natural flavors in it that will complement – the flavors that I'm putting into it, if that makes sense.
0: So, was the first, I guess, flavor or blend, was Whiskey Business? Yep. What I have.
1: That that is it. Right that's here in the limited
0: edition course of action coffee mug. Nice mug <laughs> <laughs> too, man. Thank it you. is. Um, it is. So, Whiskey Business was the first one. Whiskey then... Business was the first one.
1: Moab and Whiskey Business were the first one. Okay. Yeah, so Moab what came is... next? uh then it came red white and brood okay i bought all three of those recently you did you did you did uh came red white and brood and then it went to lifeline and then it went to no Lux given and then vanilla actually went to vanilla warfare and then no Lux given okay no pumpkin spice uh not this year. I I was going I have I have a pumpkin I have a pumpkin spice made up. I just didn't release it. So I have like 18 or 19 roast
0: wow. that
1: I have in my portfolio. Oh yeah. Like I can go make another roast tomorrow. But I have halted any more making the roast because you know, I can add another roast, but it's not going to add more brand recognition. And that's where I I don't have that yet. I don't have that brand recognition. Now I have my people here in San Diego that love my coffee and that buy my coffee, but I don't have that national brand recognition yet. So adding more roasts is going to convolute what I'm really trying to do. So instead of- less is more. A hundred percent. I don't want to give a lot of people, I don't want to give them a lot of options. No,
0: solid portfolio, four or five- You got to try these. They're all high rated. You get some social media action going. And yeah, Yeah. a lot of people think, well, you go out there and you do 15 different blends. It's something for everyone. No, it's too broad. You have way too much to choose from. And you're giving them time to
1: think. I'm guilty. I am 100% guilty of that because (laughs) if you saw my website beforehand, you're like, wow, it's got 13 different roasts on it. Yeah, they were all good. Um, But again, it's given them too much too much to think about, and they don't know me yet. You know, it's, it's hard to get somebody to go, I'm going to try this person's coffee over, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, over another veteran-owned coffee company or whatever the case may be. Um, so that's, so that, that's, uh, that's what I did. So I took all my roasts down uh, with the exception of the six that I have up there, and it might even be taking a few of those down too just to make it a small batch. And then see where that goes. Um, so far, very good, very good rapport from taking out those other roasts down and selling the whiskey business. But the whiskey business is my number one seller. A hundred percent by far. It doesn't even come close to uh anything else. My second one is Moab, but I have another one. I did a private label for a gun gun company out here in San Diego, and they're called FU California. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and uh they are I made them their special, their own roast, and they are uh they're selling the crap out of that. I mean they're it's it's a good it's a good blend. So it's uh man.
0: I, I got uh yeah. like I said, I got the whiskey business, I got the Moab and I got the red uh, red and white one. Um, so tell me what you think. I had the red and white this morning and it was great. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. It's a very good um how do I say this without sounding like I'm not trying to downplay it, but it's a very good everyday It's perfect to have a bag of in the cabinet ready sure. to go. Um yeah. haven't tried to Moab yet, but I got whiskey business in my cup right now and I like it. I but I love I love a whiskey blend or whiskey barrel aged, bourbon barrel aged, you know, coffee. I've tried dozens of them, but um, I like it. I really do. I can see why it's your, your bestseller.
1: Yeah. That's, and that's, uh, you know, that one's, you know, and to even be completely honest, I'm not a flavor coffee guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, me I, neither. Kind of like a natural.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm i I'm a natural, you know i like it black or i'll put like a little bit of creamer in there like a like a milk or mm-hmm. something like that and that's just cooled down to splash but you know people are like oh my god this guy's not a real coffee connoisseur." man it's freedom it's freedom yeah, you can drink it a- the- of- you want yes. man like
0: <laughs> i put locally raised honey in mine as a sweet oh. and that helps, oh. it helps my allergies and sweetens it up just enough where it doesn't mask the real flavors of you know the brew
1: oh yeah i am the honey one i'm going to get a honey i'm going to get a honey flavor are you oh yeah yeah that i love honey i'm the same way there's this uh this honey company out here in san diego and i think it's called san diego honey company uh you google it i'm sure you'll find it but they have a vanilla bean honey oh my god it is it's delicious that's awesome. So I'll so, be, I'll be definitely come
0: out. What has you said? Um, you said when we <clears> started <throat> earlier. Twenty twenty one was was rough. Um, tell tell me a little bit about twenty twenty one. What you had to deal with? How what was it like starting a coffee company during the pandemic?
1: Um, I lost a lot of money because of events. You know, you come up. You know, when you're not moving bags of coffee every single day, and you're depending on events and you get one canceled on you and you got 40 bags sitting on you 40 bags isn't that much but a coffee company like mine that's a whole lot Uh, especially when you boast on uh, freshly roasted coffee so my promise to my customers is hey when you order that coffee that coffee's freshly roasted it's not sitting on the shelf for six weeks six months you know anything like that you're getting it freshly roasted coffee um, so then I was sitting on this product. I was like, man, what am I going to do with this product? So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give it away. So I went to firehouses. I went to police stations, uh, I went to VFWs and gave it away. I said, Hey guys, here's my product. Here you go. Uh, because one, I wasn't going to throw it away. So, and just natural decision to give it away. Um, uh, but 2021 was probably my roughest year I've ever had in my life. Uh, roughest year than getting medically retired from the military. Um, I had one of my, uh, my, my, one of my daughters was sexually assaulted uh, back in February of uh, 2021. Oh, sorry to hear and, that. Uh, me too. And, um, didn't find out until about October um, when she when she tried to commit suicide. And so I've got this got the bankruptcy uh, over my head. I got my daughter dealing with this internally and I didn't know about it. Uh, Then my son decided uh, he just my oldest son decided he just didn't want to do uh, high school anymore. And I was like, screw it. Uh, 4.3 GPA. This kid's smart as a whip and, uh, you know, could ease by easily does ease by and graduate. And he's like, Nope. Found girls and said, yep. Uh, started doing drugs and was like, see ya. Uh, and you know, so now I'm scratching my head going, man, I am failing on all fronts as a father, as a business person. Um, I had a girlfriend, and then we ended up splitting up. Uh, I'm failing on all fronts, um, and then I'm I'm dealing with the task of I'm probably going to lose my house. Um, so now I go into I start going into uh, I started getting even I started getting depressed. Um, you know, it's it's very difficult to be motivated with all of these pressures. It's it's hard enough going through bankruptcy. It's hard enough to losing a business. Um, but all this happening at once started really, I started losing myself um, and started losing who I am as a person uh, in my confidence um, that I'm going to be able to go on. Um, I, I, I really started going down this really dark, 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 dark hole. And, um, if it wasn't for my circle of friends i would not the va va didn't do anything for me um it was really my my close niche group of friends that really were there for me and help help pull me out um because they gave me that confidence of like there's light on the end of this tunnel man right get to the end of this tunnel you know and then there was, and then I had a really good friend of mine, a very, very good friend of mine is like, all right, what obstacle do we need to, you know, today? And then boom, jump in there and did it. Um, so then it just kind of gave me that framework of like, Hey, I can do this. I can pull this out. You know, I've been through a lot in my life. Is this the time that I'm going to give up? Is this the time that I'm going to quit? Is this the time that I'm going to let that guy who ruined my business win? No. Not today. Today, you got to get up just like they taught me back when I was going through all that stuff when I got medically retired. Wake up every day positive. Find one thing. And it doesn't matter what it is. Find that one thing that you can sit there and say, you know what? I'm glad to be alive today because of this. Because of this. Do that for 21 days. Your whole outlook on life will change. Because that one thing will turn into two things. Will turn into three things. Yeah. It deal with the, the problem. It's it's the mind. It's retraining that mind of not being negative. Because what you said earlier is it's easy to be negative. It's easy to take the easy route and not do it. Yeah, it's, it's easy. easy it's easy to quit. You know, it's not easy. It's not quit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, Working hard show- is, is hard work.
1: I mean, that's why they call it hard work yeah, i mean <laughs>
0: it's very simple
1: <laughs> yeah I, I don't know how many billionaires or billionaires it came easy to um <laughs> you know Not i think lot, they all even if you look work.
0: at like even if you look at like donald trump like his dad owned the business and he went into it and then he tried to grow it and he he crashed a bunch of companies had his, plenty of his failures along the way and, and then had his successes. But, like, that, that happens. I mean, people need to understand that it's not pro- – Elon Musk, you know, he's had SpaceX around forever. It's not been a new thing. He didn't all of a sudden start up SpaceX. I, I think if I remember correctly, he's had SpaceX since, like, the 90s.
1: Yeah, I was I was taking about 20 years or something yeah, like that.
0: And it it, really? it was just kind of like a knockoff of NASA. Like it we never heard of it. And then now all of a sudden you're hearing about it and he's launching rockets and landed them back here on the United States. <laughs> like it takes time. You have to stay the course. You, you and, have to and stay really there. wait for success to come because it's not gonna just show up on your doorstep and be like, hey, it's it's not the lottery.
1: No. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's it's that never quit attitude, man. It's the warriors that are in us, the warriors that are still in us to never quit. You know what I mean? It it took everything for me not to quit. Um, not only that, but we all have something to live for. You know, whether it's a brother, sister, daughter, sons, daughters, you know, moms, dads, you know, business, employees count on you. We all have something to live for. Dog. You know what I mean? The cat, whatever the case may be, we all have something to live for.
0: And, and now you got the coffee company. It's rolling. And now I
1: got the coffee company, and you know, rolling it. So I, I just dealt with one issue at a time. Said, you know what, I can deal with this issue. Uh, so I ended up saving my house. I ended up, you know, not uh, ended you know, closing the business down, filing bankruptcy, you know, whatever the case may be. Fine, that sucks, uh, but I didn't die, so I'm okay. Um, I'm here tomorrow to tell the story and to, uh, grow this into what I've always wanted my businesses to be is to help veterans. Um, and that was the whole, the whole mindset when I started this coffee company, it was just like, Hey, I, if I'm doing this, I have to give back to my veterans. And so when I went down this endeavor, I found charities to give back to. And, uh, the one that I'm giving to now is, uh, uh shelter to soldiers which they take sheltered dogs and turn them into uh, working dogs for our uh, men and women that have served this great country. Awesome. So that's the charity that I am now full-fledged giving back to. And uh, they're getting a portion of whatever we sell every quarter.
0: So so what's uh, uh, going down? There, yeah. What's now that we're, we're just a couple months away from 2023. What is, uh, yep. What's in store for uh, Red, White, and
1: Badass Brews in 23? So, right now, I am looking at a location for a coffee shop. So, I will be opening up a coffee shop uh, within the next year. Um, I'm also going to be uh, hiring within the next 60 to 90 days, my very first uh, vet. So one thing I don't go and preach and what I say is who I'm looking to hire. Uh, I'm looking to hire disabled veterans to come in the company and work uh, for two reasons. One, I understand what they go through. Two, one thing that we miss, uh, and I believe everybody will you know, agree to this, is the camaraderie that we had while we were serving. You know, we didn't miss the job. You know, oh. very rarely hear somebody say, "Man, I love my job." You know, we miss the people who we were actually working with.
0: Oh yeah, I miss the fun times, the goofing off, the jokes, the you know, all that banter, the the heckling and and, and teasing the new guy and 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 all that. I miss that. Oh. I do it a little bit now, but it's we're in a different world, you know. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely miss that.
1: That, so that's exactly it, man, and that's exactly what I'm trying. The culture that I'm trying to create here is that it—that exactly it. Now I know we're it's a company, not the military, and uh, but got some rules
0: you got to stick by.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be the number one person in HR, you know. <laughs> yeah, you because know, I say some things I probably shouldn't, but you know, uh, it's that it's just that kind of that military and kind of like boom, you say it, you just kind of like. Yeah, shit. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I did. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know, um, but yeah. So that's that's what's on store right now, um, is getting that up and getting that running is a coffee shop, and uh, I mean we're we're going hands over fist. Um, so just started heavily marketing, and and it it is going faster than I I thought it would, that's and awesome. so it's great. Um, you know, one of the things that i i will tell people if you get into a customer service industry if you're selling a product customer service is number one mm-hmm. um how how i knew i branded the right name is i called everybody that ordered coffee from me that i didn't know if i know you I already know why you order coffee you know you're just trying to help out a vet and help out a friend um but i called them and i said hey why would you choose me over everybody else what what was what made me different and he goes it, and it was two things one the name of the company and two uh the name of the flavors so I was like wow okay branding I'm hitting spot on so I'm doing a good job there so really pay attention to branding and you know don't don't name your your uh, company ABC, ABC you know whatever you know yeah. really think about of- and dive into a name and dive into a name that you can identify with that is going to tell your story. That's awesome. So, um,
0: let's talk coffee, um, blends real quick before I let you go. Um, I'm more of a medium to dark roast Uh kind of guy. I like a good, I like a good, true dark roast, but I also like that, really dark end of a medium roast that's just flirting with being a full blown dark roast and it's just roasty enough. Um, that's kind of what I like. Or what, what kind of roast guy are you? I'm a
1: medium roast. Uh, I'm, I'm really, you, I'm, I'm a basic guy, man. I I'm really just like, Hey man, give me the natural flavors in the coffee. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm a medium roast. Moab is my favorite. Okay. And that's a medium roast. Moab is hands down my favorite roast. Now there's a couple of them that I have, like this one I have in my cup, this espresso. It it's actually, I think, probably coming my 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 favorite, and I'm not gonna talk too much about it because you can't buy it yet. Top secret. Um it's it is top secret, man. You gotta get the clearance, which there it is. There's the name. Uh, top secret espresso. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was gonna name it "Woke as Fuck," but (laughs) (laughs) you know it works too. I I was just like, well, you know that's very appealing, and it kills two birds with one stone. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I'm still flirting with the names. So, and everything that you see, all my roast, I name them all. Uh, Also, I made all the labels. Um, So I designed all the labels for every single one of them. Uh, and I'm not an artist, so don't let that stop you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, man, it's it's a full blown, it's a full blown ordeal now. And uh, I'll be having mugs coming out soon. I got some merchandise, um, but this is this is just the beginning. And um, you know, you support really a great, uh, support a vet and great cause, too. That's you know, awesome. that's that's what really that's the the coffee is actually my vehicle. It's the mission that I care about. And I just want to make sure I have a great vehicle to support that mission. Very cool. And that's where these roasts come in. Man, I love them. I lo- and I love coffee.
0: I do too. Yeah. So before I let you go, um, drop where people can find more. I know you're telling, talking about new roasts. You're talking about coffee mugs, supporting a mission. Where can they find more?
1: Yeah, you can find me uh, at badassbrew.com. You can find me on Instagram at Red White and Badass Brew. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Red White and Badasses Brew. Um, and that's and Google me. You can Google it and click on the link and you're gonna go right to my website. Um, you're also gonna learn a little bit about me on the website. Uh, and uh, you know, and you'll see kind of what I uh I support. So uh please go check me out. Uh Give my coffee a shot. Um, I'll put my coffee up against anybody else's coffee any day and, uh, you know, drink up and enjoy.
0: So there it is, guys. Dustin Hayes, CEO, founder of Red, White, and Badass Brews Coffee. Dustin, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I look forward to seeing the company grow.
1: Jeff, thank you so much. I appreciate it.